0: Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are once again live down here in the Bear Cave Studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast, The Frenzy, with me, your host, Freddy Aloso. tonight I'm riding solo, everybody, Joey is on vacation, so he won't be here this evening, but we did get his NFL picks, so do not worry on that one. Right now, he's leading the NFL picks by about five games. So, congratulations, Joey. Don't worry. He's still got plenty of season left, so I'm not counting myself out yet. But uh, let's jump into this. We got some uh, NBA news. We're training camp starting soon. You know, we got the uh, all the teams doing their little media days here and there, all that stuff. And... My biggest takeaway from all the media days was Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson is out here running his mouth about the Celtics, about the 76ers, about the Raptors. Saying the Raptors, you know, they're same old, same old. um, That the Celtics, they took them to seven games on their home court and they still couldn't get it done and the 76ers that they almost got swept my thing on this one is tristan thompson did you forget who left your team did you realize that lebron james is no longer there he's not going to save you guys you guys are probably going to be about an eight seed coming out of the east maybe a little higher because the east is so depleted in teams it's a little top heavy the rest is kind of a crap shoot but for you to be sounding off in this way saying that you guys are still the team to beat because you're the defending east champions which is noble to say but did you forget lebron left and you didn't show up in the past two to three finals that you guys have been in you were coming off the bench yeah you threw a punch to to green but that was probably about your shining moment in this year's finals, because the rest of you disappeared, and and now you're out there talking smack without having LeBron James. It's it's going to be a long season for you, and when you get up to play these guys like the Celtics and the Raptors and the 76ers they're coming for you, and they're going to drop points on your head. So please, by all means, be prepared for that. Uh other nba news we got jimmy butler still on the t-wolves for right now i know that um their gm has been saying that he's been wanting to get it over with quickly they did extend uh cat and butler's still there they want to get him out of there right now we're hearing that miami's a front runner he wants to go down there he wants to play with d wade i don't know if wade's too happy with you know all his Instagram comments to Gabrielle Union, but that's another story. Um, Jimmy Butler would be a great addition, but I'm hearing the price is too high. They want some vets. They want some young prospects. They want some cap relief. Honestly, if they don't get a third team in on this, I don't see Butler moving anytime soon. I know he's not good for that locker room. He's burned a lot of bridges in that locker room. They got to get him out of there, but I think they're asking prices a little too steep at the moment. Uh Joey is all about this trade. He's huge Miami Heat fan, so he's all for it. He's yeah, I know he's he's mentioned to me that he doesn't mind giving up certain pieces like Justice Winslow or, you know, um Hassan Whiteside or whatever it may be, but he he's for the trade, but I'm not sure if uh they don't get a, a third team in there if it's actually going to happen. Um, and then we've got we've got the MLB playoffs coming up shortly. We got about another week of the action going on, and the playoffs start on Wednesday evening. The wild card games. Right now, we know how the East is shaping out. We've got the Yankees and the Athletics in that one game playoff. Um, which right now the yankees are playing boston seventh inning it's 10-4 they need their magic number is one to clinch the game being at yankee stadium so um if they went tonight then um yankees athletics is at yankee stadium which you know the, the yankees right now are they're flying high they're starting to bat well the pitching is still a little up in the air um but i can see the yankees getting through that round but then they're gonna have to play boston again the past couple games they've had boston's number but then let's not forget that series in july that kind of swung everything in boston's favor where boston took all four games against the yankees so the other teams in the um American League, playoffs we've got the astros the red sox and the indians Uh, the national league is still a toss-up we've got teams some are in it's kind of down to the wire so we don't have a full scope of what's going on there just yet so it's going to play itself out in this last week the last couple games or so so stay tuned for that um we also had some we also had some big news the other day, not big news, but it was uh, regarding the Yankees with CC Sabathia in their game against Tampa Bay. Uh, CC missed out on a five hundred thousand dollar bonus in backing up his uh, his catcher, who was thrown at Austin Romine. They threw at him. T- uh, CC took exception and then wound up plunking one of their guys the next inning and. T- that cost him 500 g's i think it was extremely noble it's his character to do that he always sticks up for his guys especially when he's pitching he always has um i think there there needs to be a collection going around in that yankee locker room from guys to uh, make sure cc gets that bonus he held it down he also pointed at the opposing pitcher and said that's for you bitch which you know all of you guys who know CeCe know he's about that life so he was ready to throw down at moment's notice um I, I I give him all the props for being a team first guy and not being about the money he's made a substantial amount so I'm sure he's not worried about that although it's nice in the bank account but um I believe having the respect of that locker room and showing that veteran leadership goes a long way for these guys and Bills, team camaraderie it shows that everybody's pushing in the in one direction together. So um, I tip my hat to CC on that. I'm, I'm uh, as a Yankee fan, very proud to see one of your players go uh, the extra mile for the team. So that that was good to see. Um, we got UFC coming up next week. We've got the uh, Conor McGregor Khabib fight. So stay tuned for a UFC episode. Uh, We may do a uh, either uh, pre or post um, UFC 228, 229 episode on that one. So stay tuned for that. Um, We did get word that the pay-per-view UFC event at Madison Square Garden, UFC 230, I believe, is going to be the main event of nate diaz versus dustin poirier for the 165 title if i'm not mistaken ufc hasn't officially announced it but poirier and diaz are both saying that it's for the 165 belt so that's uh ufc opening up another division to get these guys in there which honestly i'm not mad at i i agree with adding divisions so guys aren't cutting a tremendous amount of weight like you have some of these guys i i, I know back in his day um johnny hendrix used to fight at 170 but his walking around weight was about 225 that's a tremendous weight cut tremendous you know like um the damage that these guys are doing to their bodies in cutting that much of amount of weight in a short period of time you know two to three four times a year is such a strain on the body for the men and the women because i know uh joanna Jędrzejczyk was having problems with that as well so um it's good to see ufc adding divisions i'm not too fond of the saturation of belts because then it just it doesn't mean anything anymore but if you're going to create another division you need a belt there so uh, i'm i'm for it then in other news in the ufc we had Uh, John Jones and D.C. going at it today. Um, The 28th of September. Jones and D.C. were going at it on Instagram. It started with uh, Jones, of course, going to D.C. D.C. responding, saying, you know, calling him a snitch and a cheater and drug addict and all that stuff. Please... Please be advised that DC is throwing out truth here. Jones's suspension was reduced because he's snitching on. Uh, they haven't released the information whether it's a fighter or a his supplier or whatever the case may be. But he is, you know, snitching on somebody. He's Henry Hill right now. For those of you who know Goodfellas he's henry hill and he's dropping a dime on somebody or some team or whatever it may be to get himself a reduced sentence and get back in the octagon so not very noble on jones's part though and i if i was in his shoes maybe uh but i i wouldn't be snitching just to save my butt and get back in that octagon that's that's beyond me then uh tomorrow night we've got bellator we've got Masasi versus mcdonald and rampage versus vanderley that's about 10 10 years behind what these guys as primes would be when this fight would have been tremendous uh rampage and Vanderlei it, it kind of seems like tito and and ladell what they're redoing down there in golden boy promotions um older names it's for the draw yeah these guys can still go but it's not what it not what it used to be they've already had two wars when they were younger this third one is kind of what's really left you know it's it's not much of a a huge draw like must-see fight this is kind of just legacy at this point then you got masasi and and mcdonald's i'm gonna go with masasi on this one i think um he's more dominant mcdonald's i just don't see it he left ufc because he couldn't get the strap from uh from lawler His fight contract came up, and he wound up moving on to Bellator. So on that, um, I'm going to have to go with Masasi. And then this week, it's been a huge, huge week in the NFL. We got week four action coming up. A lot of games on the schedule. We had Thursday night football last night um, where the Rams dominated the minnesota vikings that's two weeks in a row where the vikings that vikings defense looks um swiss cheese-ish a lot of holes in the secondary Jared goff almost threw for over 500 uh, almost threw for 500 yards he was dicing them up and doing what he wanted but before we get into the whole picks and all that stuff we had some major injuries a lot of guys being put on the shelf we got Jimmy G out for the year on a non-contact play when he really should have just ran out of bounds. He tried to get the extra yardage, went to plant his foot, and tore his ACL. So uh, we wish him a speedy recovery. We hope he gets back soon. It was uh, the Niners were, were moving in the right direction, and to see this big injury, it's it's kind of uh, it's sad to see. We also had um, Keep Talib; he's out um ricardo altlers from the falcons he's also out for the year sean lee he's out for an extended period of time which seems to be the case every year with him it's so sad to see he's such a great player he's such an important piece of the puzzle down there in dallas and to see him have to battle injuries every year. It's very tough. Uh, We also have Chris Conte, who's out, who tore his PCL. Um, He got manhandled. I don't know if all of you guys got to see that Monday night football game, but I'm sure you saw the highlights where he got stiff-armed twice and tossed, tossed like a ragdoll on that play. And um, I think that's what tore his knee up even more um we've also got some stuff going on with the roughing the passer penalties um the nfl has thrown out a video to all the teams stating how the rule should be called and how um they're going to be implementing it but you you have clay matthews who in the last four to five years has been called for three roughing the passer penalties in in five years three pen three roughing the passer penalties or two and then in the first three weeks of this season he's been called for about four I don't understand the rule where um he was quoted as saying that the NFL is moving in the wrong direction and it's going soft I don't disagree I believe they're trying to protect these quarterbacks too much. You had the, uh, the first rule that they implemented for Brady a few years back where you couldn't um, go at a quarterback on his planted leg, below the knee. That rule was implemented. Now, this is the Aaron Rodgers rule because this is what came in from last year when he got um, driven into the, the ground um in that minnesota game which cost him the rest of his season but it's what do you want these guys to do this is a part of the game are you gonna put flags on the quarterbacks now that you can't you can't touch them you can't tackle them and then we had we had um the defensive tackle in in miami go to a sack on Derek Carr. In that game he tried to avoid getting the flag and not landing his entire body weight on Derek Carr and wound up blowing his knee out and now he's out for the season. This is this is this is the problem with this rule if you're not gonna let these guys I'm not saying you know, I, I get the rule of picking the quarterback up and slamming him and kind of pile driving him i get that aspect of it that you can't do that but you're calling this to the point where you've got a you know 250 260 pound linebacker 300 pound lineman coming at these guys full speed where do you want them to land you can't in midair decide okay I'm going to let this go, and I'm going to throw myself to the left-hand side. Like it, it, it doesn't work that way. Physics doesn't physically work that way. So to see all these rough and the passer penalties, it changes the momentum of game, and it, it switches everything, and then these guys are getting fined. So it's getting a little bit ridiculous. I think that the NFL needs to reevaluate. The rules committee needs to really put this under a microscope and figure out what they're calling what the exact line of this rule needs to be because you're just going to keep getting more injuries and more fines it's depleting the product at this point let them play football this is what they signed up for so don't take away from the game because you're trying to forget protect one position i get that the quarterback is one of the most important positions on the field but you're depleting the entire product in that aspect so you need to make that line clear of where where the penalty is going to come from and how it's going to be judged and ruled to make it clear for these players so they understand and not cause any more injuries to these guys we also have Le'Veon bell still week four he has not come back to the Steelers it looks like the Steelers are going to trade him or they're opening two calls they're open two calls about him for teams to you know pick him up or what the value may be for him on the trade market Um, the Jets have been the first ones openly to suggest that they're they're willing or you know made an offer or whatever it may be I don't know how how far those talks went with the Jets and the Steelers, but um, I think a, a great place for him to go would be the Colts. You've got you've got Andrew Luck getting pounded week in and week out and trying to do everything he can with no run game. He needs a running back. Jim Say needs to get on the phone, call the Steelers and try to work something out it didn't work the first time he tried it with Trent Richardson maybe you learn from that Le'Veon Bell is not Trent Richardson he's a much much better miles and miles ahead of anything Trent Richardson was Trent Richardson couldn't you know find a hole in an offensive line if you drew it out and put a shiny Las Vegas neon sign in there pointing you know run here he would still run into the block but um i I think the colts would be a huge huge uh landing spot that would work perfectly for for both sides um i don't know where their pick would wind up being or what assets they would need to give up but that that for me would be a prime landing spot for him we also had um earl thomas still Still, you know, basically doing what he wants in Seattle, letting him know that even if he's he's got a you know sore throat or you know his stomach isn't feeling well, he's not gonna practice. He's not gonna go out there and bust his butt for it. He doesn't care for the fi- he doesn't care if they find him. He wants out. I think Seattle needs to just pull the trigger on this already. send him to Dallas, send him to Kansas City. Send him wherever it may be, but let the man play out his remaining years on a contender. You guys aren't going anywhere anytime soon. You lost the entire Legion of Boom. He's the only one left. Um, You know, he kind of put in his time for you guys. Don't make him wait out the season. See what you can get for him. Whatever it may be. Uh you're not going to pay him. You're not going to sign him back. He's definitely not going to re-sign with you guys. Just see what you can get for him and send him on his way. I think it would be the best for both sides on that one. Um, so with that being said, let's get into these picks. Let's get into uh week 4 of the NFL. Uh week This week, we've got a couple teams on bye. It was the first week of starting bye weeks for everybody. No, well, not for everybody, but a certain amount of teams. Um, we had the Thursday night football game. It was Minnesota versus Los Angeles. At, the favorites were Los Angeles at a minus seven. Myself and Joey both picked this game. So, you know, that, both, that goes into the win column for both of us. Um, we got the one o'clock games for Sunday. We got Philly at Tennessee. And you've got Tennessee at a plus four. On that one, both Joey and I chose Philadelphia, I think, with the return of Alshon Jeffries. Um, over here, you also got Jay Ajayi playing with a, a small fracture in his back. So I think he needs to take it easy. This may be one of the games where he can kind of take it easy and relax on that one. Uh, Tennessee is playing without, it looks like, Marcus Mariota. So... The Philly defense, I I see them bouncing back in a big way. Um, Then we've got Houston at Indy. And they've got Indy at plus, at minus one and a half. Uh, Joey went with Houston. I'm going with Houston as well. I don't see them going to 0 4 to start the season. Um, Andrew Luck still just doesn't have a run game. It's just him back there. So just make him throw. You're not gonna really get blown away by a run game here. Um, you can set your your defense up a certain way where you take away the, the pass and make them try to run on you. So uh, I see Houston bouncing back here. They had their shot in, in, uh, against the Giants last week and they just came up short. Then we've got Buffalo at Green Bay. And they've got Green Bay at a minus 10 on this one. Uh, Joey's going with the Packers. I'm going to take a flyer. I'm going with Buffalo. I'm going to say that um, Packers aren't going to cover the spread on this one. So uh, I've got the Bills on that. They showed grittiness and heart by blowing out um the vikings last week it was huge josh allen showing up last week they're, they're not going to pull out the w here but they're going to cover the spread so i'll take buffalo on that one and joey's going with the packers uh we've both got detroit at dallas and they've got dallas at a minus three so um yeah, I I see um, I see Detroit pulling this one out. They beat the the Patriots. They're riding high off that uh, that game on Sunday night. So I'll take them on that one as well as Joey. We got the Jets at Jacksonville. We got Jacksonville out of minus seven and a half. Um, this is gonna be a good game very defensive battle i see it being but we're both going with the jacksonville jaguars i believe they get four net back uh full speed hopefully this week and hopefully they bounce back off a horrendous offensive performance against um that they showed against tennessee um the jets are coming off a bit of a hangover against the the Browns last week, where they gave the Browns their first win in almost two years. So, um, sorry, Jets fans, but you're going to lose again this week. Um, Miami at New England. Joey's going with the Dolphins, and I'm going with the, uh, the Patriots. The Patriots are getting back. Um, they're getting back Edelman. Josh Gordon should play. They're coming off a poor, very, very poor performance against their um, former defensive coordinator. Um, but I see the Pats pulling this one out. Then we've got Cincinnati at Atlanta for minus five. Um, Joey's going with Cincinnati on this one, and I'm going with the Falcons. So we'll, we'll see... Uh, what happens there it's a bit of a toss-up then we've got Tampa Bay at Chicago and we're both going with the Bears Fitzmagic kind of seemed like it fizzled out last week but turned it back on in the second half Jameis Winston is back that's going to create a bit of tension in the locker room on the sidelines you know, how's that going to work out, that dynamic? I know the coaching staff and everybody is sticking behind uh, Fitzpatrick. So, but how how short is the lease going to be Is he, if he starts, you know, showing a poor performance in the first half? Are they going to pull the trigger right away and go straight over to Jameis? Only time will tell, but um, we'll see what happens there. Then we've got Seattle at Arizona. Uh, we're both taking Seattle. Arizona's just a, it's a bit of a dumpster fire. Uh, David Johnson's the only big piece they've got down there. You know, you still have uh, Larry Fitzgerald, but who, who's getting Larry Fitzgerald the ball? Um, Sam Bradford has now been benched. And they got the rookie coming in, in Rosen. So let's see if he can do something a little better. I love the kid's confidence, but, you know, I, I just don't see it for this week. Then we've got Cleveland at oakland we're both going with the browns this week for another win the browns are at minus three um yeah i, I just don't i don't think oakland oakland has it this week I, I did like to see i did like seeing um the return of jordy nelson going off last week amari cooper you know finally showing up again too. Derek carr doing this thing Beast mode doing his thing. I I just think Cleveland's riding really high. They they almost won those first two games with a tie and then the loss uh, against the Saints in week two. Um, so I'm going to go with the Browns. And then we've got San Francisco at Los Angeles for the Chargers, and they got the Chargers at a minus 10.5. Um I'm going with the Chargers. So is Joey. San Francisco has no quarterback, and they're trying to figure out what they're gonna do there. It's gonna be a huge uphill battle for them, and the Chargers are coming off a tough loss to the Rams. So I'm we're, we're both going with LA on that one. Then you got the Saints at New York at a plus three and a half. We're both taking the Saints. New York kind of pulled one out last week against Houston. It was poor play on, you know, Sean Watson's part. Giants defense looked all right. The offense was okay. They they lost Evan Ingram for a little bit. He's kind of dealing with an injury, so he's kind of week to week with the sprained MCL, I believe it is. So, um, we're both going with New Orleans. Then you got the Sunday night game. You've got Baltimore at Pittsburgh. And they got Pittsburgh at a minus three. Um, man, we're both going with Pittsburgh here. I know they've got no Le'Veon Bell. AB finally showed up last week. Big Ben showed up. Connor's still doing his thing. Um, Yeah, I I can't see the Ravens pulling this one out. Not in Pittsburgh. And then you got the Monday night game, Kansas City at Denver, and they've got Kansas City at a plus four and a half. We're both taking Kansas City. Kansas City is flying high. Still undefeated. There's a couple teams still undefeated. It's them, the Rams, Surprisingly, the Dolphins. Um, you've got Patrick Mahomes setting records. 13 touchdowns, 14 touchdowns through the first three weeks of the season. Passed all of the rookies in that category. The likes of, you know, Montana and Manning. Like some pretty notable names, and he's passed them all. Uh, this kid's the real deal. Andy Reid knew what he was doing by moving up and trading with Buffalo to get into that spot to pick him up. I can't see them being stopped. Not not this week. Denver is—they're not the Denver of old. They're, i I see this being being a blowout for the Chiefs in their favor. Um, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill hunt and those boys are hungry and holmes is serving up everything for them. so um it's going to be all chiefs on that one so that's that's the picture this week i want to say thank you guys for listening joey will be back next week um maybe give us a little insight as to what's going on why he was on vacation um, thank you guys for listening. Find us on the Sports Frenzy Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, the Sports Frenzy Pod on Twitter. You can find us also on Team Left Jab, their website. Uh, we joined up with them at the beginning of the week. Some of our stuff is already up there. The wrestling episode is up there, so go find us on there. Find us on itunes google podcast wherever you guys listen to podcasts we're up there so find us comment find us on social media let us know what you guys are thinking of the picks and all that stuff we really appreciate you guys for listening enjoy your week enjoy this weekend set of games and join the frenzy guys feed it bye